Hello, and welcome to another episode of Room 396. This is Season 1, Episode 5. Uh, I am your host, Daniel, along with uh, co-host, special guest, but who's always been part of this um, podcast so far uh, for every episode, is... Josh. Yes. Uh, today, we are going to talk about what we did over this past weekend, and the past weekend we did was go camping. This is my first time camping ever, Uh other than I've been in a cabin before, but camping as in like tents, wilderness, um, no no electricity, no running water, uh, just roughing it and all that. We went to Tonto National Forest. Well, okay, so it was Josh's mom and stepdad uh, invited me and him to go camping with them a couple several weeks ago. So uh, it was in Tonto National Forest in Arizona. Um, it, that's like about, they, it's about what, an hour and a half, something like that? Hour and a half north of Phoenix. Yeah. Near the town of Payson, Arizona. And boy, was it hot. It was like 100 degrees, but up in the, up there in the mountains. Yeah, it was like uh, in the 80s, low 80s. Sorry, I don't, I don't know if you guys heard that, but there was like that children's laugh or something like that. Did you hear that? No. Oh, that was weird, because I heard it. Must have been from outside, but still, it was kind of weird. But yeah, camping, so it was like we spent two nights, three days there. Um, left, went to Josh's mom and stepdad's place, packed up the cars, and then drove up there, and then just set up the tents. And setting up the tents was a little challenging, because I've never set up a... No, I take it back. I have set up a tent before, because uh, when, we were, when I was a kid, uh, we had a tent in the backyard that we would set up once in a while... Uh, which was fun, you know, but it's a little bit different. I mean, same type of thing, but a little bit different from being in the backyard to out in the wilderness and stuff. But have you been camping a lot, Josh? Uh, I have not been camping in a long time. Uh, however, in when I was younger, I was a member of the Boy Scouts, and we would go camping all the time. Usually we'd go hiking um, through the Sierra Nevadas or up in the San Gabriel Mountains, and we would um, hike in, camp, set up tent. You know, so it's like just like camping, except you have to bring all your stuff on your back. Um, and sometimes we would go camping. Like one time we drove our bikes down and mm -hmm. camped in a park. Okay, yeah, but let me just say this before, because like we're on a time limit, because I'm trying to keep this at like a 30-minute podcast. So I'm doing this in little segments. So anyways, so for me, first time, the biggest thing I was worried about is uh, being clean. I like being clean. Like, you know, I like taking showers daily, maybe twice a day if I sweat. I sweat a lot, and I have really oily hair. And it was just like, just the thought of not being clean just was the one point, was the part of me that didn't want to go camping. So I got some, like, uh, men's uh, facial uh, wipes. You know, they're just, like, regular wet naps type thing. And that's where I used to, like, bathe myself every morning. Um, and then my friend, some people at work suggested I use dry shampoo I'd never heard of before. But I went to, the, went to Walgreens and then got a little canister of it. And it actually helped me because it was, like... Uh, I was able to spray daily, like just once in the morning. Uh, my hair was still kind of oily, had that oily look to it, but it didn't feel heavy because like when I have oily hair, it just feels like it's like a weight on top of my head. And I did not get that at all. So I was really pleased by that. And I think I would uh, do it again. Like if I went camping, I would be like, okay, I'm going to get the, the, the wipes and I'm going to get the 
um, dry shampoo. One thing I would also do is take uh, is a hammock. Um, yes, we were very jealous of people around us that had can the hammocks. I know because it looks so relaxing. Like because sometimes you don't want to sit in a like a, a fold out chair the entire time or the picnic table picnic table that we had. So it's like ah, oh, just lounging around in a hammock, just kind of swinging and stuff like that would have been a lot more would have been a little bit better and stuff like that. So I think. If I was going camping again, I would be definitely buying a hammock. I didn't know that they were cheap too, um, but they're cheap. They're not that expensive, especially like it depends on like where you go. Um, but yeah, they're not that expensive. You don't have to get a fancy hammock, just a no. simple hammock, as long as it's easy to tie around the trees and easy to remove. Mm-hmm. 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 And we were in a campground, so it wasn't like we were just out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and they had pit toilets, which yes, oh my gosh, I could not stand going to those type of like the restroom and stuff like that oh my gosh i i was like i can't i i dreaded going to the restroom but you survived i survived barely barely by, by going through there i was very impressed with how clean they were they were clean um, they were and clean. they didn't smell they bad did not smell except for the, there was one time it smelled really bad but i think it's because the people camping near us had put their animal waste in the back i'm glad i did not go into that restroom um, but yeah i'm just what is that? I don't know. I hear a little pop sparkle. I know. It's not the phone. Huh. Very, very weird. It is weird. Make sure connection. You might hear some other stuff, but don't mind that. Sorry. Sorry if it hurts your ears. Okay. Continue. Because we only have uh, several more minutes left on this camping topic. I, I had a great time. I really enjoyed myself. Um, we originally had some pads that we ended up not using. We ended up with an air mattress because uh, our camping companions had cots. And looking at their cots, I'm wondering if next time I go camping, I probably would like a cot too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're a little bit confined by it, but I think it's overall more comfortable than sleeping on the ground. Yeah, I think that, yeah, when I saw the cot, I was like, oh, that looks kind of nice. I think I would like a cot. And stuff like that, and I don't think cots are that expensive. Yeah. Um, and uh, what's it called? Uh, I would definitely. Well, I would see. I don't have anything for camping. Like I have no camping supplies at all. So it's like I'm just borrowing things from people or whatever, just using their stuff. So I think I would go out. I know what I would go out and buy. Buy a sleeping bag, cot. Because would you wear? Would you buy? Would you sleep in a sleeping bag on a cot? Yeah. Okay. So that hammock. And a tent. Stuff like that. And do you know what? I would love just to, like, you know, maybe one day just do it by myself. You know? Like, let's say you're out of town, right? And all my other friends are doing something, and I have nothing to do. Like, the time I went to Grand Canyon, uh, I would just, like, you know, I'm just going to get up, go, go there, go to, like, find a place in the woods or whatever for, like, an overnight stay. You know? And then just come back the next day. Yeah. I, I would have to give a shout-out to, you know my mom and stepdad for um, the cooking and all the food that they brought. Yes, yes. They we were did. very well fed. Yes. Uh, and that makes a big difference. I remember the last time I went camping with some friends, we literally had one ice chest with some like meat to make hamburgers and then like cold cereal the next day. But we had nice breakfast. I mean, we they had have like, everything. We had they like have... three, three coolers or something like that. Yeah. Or four. Like, depends. Like, okay, so we had like those big coolers and then they had the smaller little carry cooler things you know yeah like the vinyl. they had two grill tops so you know mm-hmm. in addition to the fire when we made they had orders. yeah they had the utensils they had the, the frying pan and all that stuff so yeah 
It was really nice. I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the food. It was The food was well. Okay, so I told somebody, I'm like, oh, I had fajitas. Uh, and they're like, because we had fajitas one night uh, during the camping. And they're like, what? I've never heard fajitas in camping. It's like, that was the first time they've ever had heard somebody have fajitas while camping. I'm like, well, why? Why? You know, what's the typical camping food? Right. And I think fajitas is a good food to have because it's tortillas and meat and vegetables. As long as you cook whatever meat you want, whatever veggies you want, mm-hmm. it's easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And breakfast seemed easy. It was like eggs and hash browns. Bacon, yep. sausage. So yeah, it was, it was, it was really good. And do you know what? Okay, so I was thinking, what am I gonna do for three days or two days? You, you know, like that's twenty four hours in a day, um, and what am I gonna do? But, you know, we played we, games. We played games. We just kind of sat around, talked, and stuff like that. So like the time did go by fast. Like I was surprised. I thought we were spending an extra day there, and I was like, oh no, we're going home. We're leaving tomorrow. I was like, oh, we are, because I was expecting another day. Yeah. The only other thing I would recommend is the citronella candle, because I think that made a big difference yeah. in the bug population. I think so, too. And then I think I should have sprayed more of that spray. Uh, spray. Yeah, bug spray on bug your body. Because I got bits, like, the second day, because I didn't put it on. I have, like, bites all over my arm, all over my legs. I mean, it's really... I noticed it, like, the, the, the night before we left, I was scratching with my feet, you know, on my leg. Yeah, I think the other thing to keep in mind when you go camping is just have a relaxed attitude because, you know, things aren't going to go well. Like I tripped and scratched my leg. Um, wasn't a big deal, even though it hurt. Mm-hmm. And I, I right, but I think you attention. were making it a big deal. Well, yeah. just for a little while. I had to get a little sympathy. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't let it ruin my trip. I got the attention I needed and then moved on. Yeah, like when you weren't getting attention. Like, oh, uh, God. Uh, sorry. It would work though, right? You notice that my leg hurt. Please. <laughs> Please. So, overall, uh, camping. Uh, camping a good was spot. a success. Camping was a success. And for me, for me. Like, I would definitely go again. Yeah. See, I don't know how long I would stay. Like, I think the, the amount of time that we spent at that campsite was great. But I think, like, if I wanted to, like, uh, probably go at other destinations, you know, I think either I want to spend. Oh! 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 Okay, I want to spend more time at those places, or maybe less, you know, it just depends. Okay, that sound, that sound means that it's time to move on to the next topic. Thanks to my good friends over at Apple, uh, what is it, what is this? The, this is the, iPhone. yeah, the Apple iPhone, um, ringtone, jingle, whatever. So I'm using that. Alright, let me stop this, and let's reset it for ten minutes. So, uh, give me one second. Okay, set this for ten minutes. All right. Okay, so this topic here, um, it's just going to continue, uh, but this time we're going to just, <laughs> what? So we're just going to continue. But, I mean, like, because it's, it's about nature and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, camping still revolves around nature. So if we had something about the little camping trip, we could, we could incorporate it into the nature product. Uh, stuff. Yeah, so if you think about the nature we were in, mm-hmm. we were, hot, uh, you know, desert mountains. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was a little dustier, nice trees. It was cool. There's trees all around us. That's the thing. It was just like tall trees. Um, yeah. I think it might be this phone. I don't know. You know, like when somebody like calls you and you're like, you could hear it on like. Yeah, it's definitely because it stopped doing the noise. Yeah. So I wonder what it is. It's because I think because it's actively on because you've got the timer on oh so i put it away 
So we will probably hear the little jingle later on. Um, yeah, but that means that we'll be on our next topic. But anyways. So continue. I would say different types of nature that are good to camp in would be like lakes or places with more hikes and mm-hmm. a little bit more of that outdoor activity. Yeah, I would love to see. I would. I probably would do it and then go on hikes like that and like, you know, uh, paint and draw and stuff like that. Like I want some good scenery, like maybe a stream with I like some like rocks. I love like looking at rocks and stuff like that. So I think colors and stuff like that would be great. Um, but yeah, like overall, I just love I like being outdoors, um, except when it's like really hot. I hate heat. And it's like when it's 100 degrees or more, 90 degrees or more, I'm just miserable. I'm like, I can't. I don't want to move. I don't want people to talk to me because I hate the heat. Um, but anyways, so nature. So I love just being outside and just uh, being surrounded by just beautiful trees, beautiful scenery. Um, I love it. You guys should do it. You know, just kind of, you know, at that campsite, uh, there was... I wasn't on my phone. There was some uh, cell reception. Like you could get like maybe one or two bars here and there from time to time. I'm not going to go. I'm not. I'm going to stop myself from right there. I'm going to stop myself. Okay. Stop. 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 Okay. But anyways, um, I did not. I used my phone only to play um, a game on. It's an app on my phone. But I was not. I was. I did use it to like to just to do social media just for like really quick what I could get, but I wasn't on my phone the whole day, and I and I liked it. Like I liked not being on my phone. So you really you really need to be in a natural environment where you have no cell service mm-hmm. to truly. Well, you know, like the first day I thought you know we really did not have cell service, so I was like, okay, I'm not going to use my phone. But then like, but yeah, but I did use my phone a few times. But overall, like I was like, please, I didn't use my phone. So, because it's like, you know, you could actually just, I love just looking like up at the trees, like at, like see how tall they are, the leaves on the trees, like, you know, all the different like birds and that were flying around, the squirrels that were f- going around and you know how your mom, oh, I, you know, if she heard the bear, that'd be awesome, you know? Um, yeah, just like, you know, it's almost like the Blair Witch Project, you know, where, where the tent, you know, is like, you know, on the other side of the tent, on the outside of the tent, it's like all moving, like somebody's like pounding on you, but you don't know what's going on. And stuff like that but yeah i don't know i just it was nice there was some we were kind of away from the traffic but you could still kind of hear traffic at times uh but then there was times where it was just silent there was like no sound at all it like it was like you know like you get those times where it's like there's all this busy sounds and all of a sudden it's just quiet it's like you're in a in a room or whatever everybody's talking and everybody stops all at once you know and you're like whoa it's what just happened? There's such, there's no sound at all. And that's what would happen a few times there. And I loved it. It was just like, you know, oh my gosh, it's so peaceful. It's so, it's so nice. So if you guys are listening, um, you know, just wherever you are, just take a trip out. If you're near like woods or near like where there's like just outside the city and stuff like that, just kind of get away. And just, if you know a place like just to walk and just kind of wander off and just, it, it's good. It's just kind of, it's like, good i don't know i don't know how to describe it to me it's just it's just a wonderful feeling um it's yeah yeah because i guess you know you're not thinking about home you're not thinking about you know work you're not thinking about everything you're just taking it all in the fresh air 
the surrounding like sounds and animals and you're just um just yeah it's just uh for me it's just uh it just takes over i love it so do you have any places you would recommend that your favorite places to go to nature uh my favorite places no because um i i like i like them all you know there's some places i think i would go to more than others like okay so up here like you know the san bernardino mountains i'm kind of over those it seems like like i would not go up there like oh i'm gonna go up there every weekend even thing. like big bear or lake arrowhead or yeah like i would i would i've been up there and like okay there's not much to see and do there is but i'm like okay it's just there's nothing for me that's interesting you know i would like to go to like either yosemite or um like the redwoods, like I could probably go there like all the time, if I if I had the chance and stuff like that, I would just I would just go there all the time and like the backside of like Yosemite, so like over like near, uh, uh, Mono Lake. Yeah, yeah, that part. Because I want to say like, or like Mammoth and stuff like that. Or like, did um, you like the White Mountains when we went to the Bristlecone Pines that one time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like. You know, it's the tall, very tall hills with the trees, and you're just like, and then you just, you know, you see like a brook or a stream, something like that. I just love it. I love the sound of water, but who doesn't? Like, I wonder if anybody. Someone who has to use the restroom. Well, I guess so, but. I prefer um, greener places. So I love green. So even though, like, you could go to, like, you know, Great Basin or some of those places where there's nobody and it's still quiet. I don't really care for, like, the deserts. I would prefer to have oh. greenery and, like, trees. I love the redwoods, like you said. I love basically any of the wilderness areas of Northern California, uh, Oregon, Washington. I should take more trips up to, like, even though, okay, I'm not, like, a desert person, but I think I would like to take more trips to Joshua Tree. Yeah, I mean, I like Joshua Tree, too, but again, for me, it's desert, and so at a point, to me, it's too dusty, and I would, like... Well, I just like it because, like, you know, they have, like, the huge, like, those shaped rocks, you know, yeah. just, like, in the, the the land and stuff like that. So I would just like to, like, look at those. Some of it's just kind of, there's more interesting parts, it seems like, in Joshua Tree than others. Like, the backside, like, like where you could see Palm Springs and stuff right. like that. To me, that side is just kind of plain for me. The the other side, like, where 29 Palms is and stuff like that, where you try to drive in, I think that's more exciting. There's more things to see there for me. Uh, visually than the other side. And I want to see, like, you know, wildlife. You know, I would read up about, like, you know, what kind of stuff you might see in Joshua Tree, and um, I have yet to see it. I've heard it, but, you know, like the time that we went up uh, for the media shower and the coyotes, right? you know, they're like, oh, my gosh, they're, they're like, surrounding us. <laughs> but that's kind of scary because you're, like, alone in the dark. Like Try being uh, 13 years old in your own tent in the middle of the wilderness with nobody around and hearing coyotes around you. Nobody around. So you're by yourself. Well, you can't hear anybody around you because you're in your tent by yourself. Mm -hmm. And, that that, was and everybody else is in their tent scared too? Right. Like, oh my gosh, scared. Yeah, it's like it sounds like, you know, you hear the rustling of the trees and you think, oh my God, there's something out there. And you try and fall asleep, but you can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But I just, I just love being outdoors. I just love nature. I my, just... my favorite wildlife was elk mm. when we were camping in Yellowstone. See, I want to go to Yellowstone. I don't know what's elk. That's like a moose, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen elk. elk. But I just like wild. I just like nature. And I don't like 
Okay, I don't like the destruction of nature. I don't like the destruction just to build more homes. And I always, I hate that. There's places that I see that like, you know, 20 years ago were just flat hills and like green shrubs and whatever like that. Now it's like flattened or like the hillside is now covered with homes and there's always a Walmart or Target. And I just get so depressed because it's just, it hurts. To me, I just want to cry like while I'm driving because, you know, as a kid going through this, it's just, it's just so much memories. And now it's all of a sudden just like it's totally changed. And I don't, I just hate, I, I wish there was like, I don't know, I want to do something about like stopping, you know, there's environmental environmentalists, you know, when they do homes and like businesses and building stuff, right? Don't they have like what the environmental impact would be? Yep. But it just seems like there's there's not enough. I would like, you know, stop it. I would change myself to a tree, you know, in front of a bulldozer, you know, just for them to stop because it's like, you know, it's just, I, I don't know. I just hate losing all this green space just for, you know, tiny apartment homes or, you know, big, huge industrial like sketchers uh, distribution. Oh, oh, I don't know if you can hear it, but okay, it's time to move on to the next subject. I'm waiting for it to finish. I don't think it finishes. Though. Yeah, this is this is the last one. There we go. Okay. Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're uh, Oh, yeah, because I think I had to stop it last time. Ooh, got it. Got to stretch. All right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Stop. Okay. So this 10 minutes will be just, you know, just talking about national parks. Since we were, you know, in... Tonto na National Forest, you know, if you haven't been to your local national park or any national park, I suggest you do that because national parks are a great, um, I don't know, resource for learning. Um, I don't know. See, I'm not good with like, you know. It's words. a great place for you to connect with nature and mm -hmm. be like Daniel and his, how he feels about it. And there's no better place to do that than your local national park. Well, yeah, but national parks don't just aren't just like all you know trees and stuff like that. National parks also covers other things, right? Yep, oceans, mm -hmm. desert, mm -hmm. trees, mm -hmm. uh, and then there's historical places that are like houses or yeah, you know, some place of historical significance. Yeah, so it's like don't just think of national park as like oh I don't want to go to you know the forest. I'm not that type of person, but you know, just go on uh, NPS dot. Gov. Gov. You know, and then look for your, your local national parks. Like, I love going to national parks. You know what I wish? Okay, so, like, in the national parks, uh, they sell, like, the little passport that has, like, all, like, the different national parks that's in the United States. Um, and you could stamp those locations that you visit, right? But it's like, oh, well, if you already visit, like, ten of them, you know, and it's like, I want to get the book, but it's like, if I already visit, like, you know, ten of these places... I don't mind going back, but it just seems like, you know, some of those places are, like, on the other side of the country, and it's just, like, time and money and yeah. and stuff like that. It's like, okay, financially, can I do this? If I if I was in the area, and I'm like, okay, I need to stop. I need to stop here, you know, to get my stamp, that thing. But I like what you've done is where you would just take the map that they give you, like, at the ranger station or, you know, the visitor center, and you just use that stamp that would be for the passport book. Right. Onto the the newsprints. Yes, I I am a big collector of maps. So anytime I visit a national 
park or monument or historic place, mm-hmm. I try to get the map. Yeah. Because it gives you vital information about where you're at and also it's a fun souvenir. Yes. Especially if you keep it and not misplace it. Yep. All of mine are in the box. So what would you say is your... Okay, of all the national parks you visited... Uh, what would you say is the best? Or, like, what is your favorite? Like, do you have a favorite national park? Or do you just love them all? Like, I'm going to reference Joanne Fink again. Like, if you listen to my last podcast, you know, um, Joanne Fink, there's a video of her uh, talking about some pens and stuff like that. And, yeah, so I always like to, like, kind of mimic her, mock her, whatever you like to call it, you know. But, yeah. So whenever something somebody says it, that's all I think about is the way she says things. I don't. I don't think I like all national parks. I, I can definitely say that I've been to some that I'm like, ugh. But you know, I appreciate all the national parks for what they're trying to do. Like for instance, Saguaro National Park in Arizona mm-hmm. is preserving saguaro. So it's impressive to see all those cacti around there. But for the most part. That's, that's like all a, you're looking it's at. It's like a five-minute national park for me. You go to the visitor center, you take a picture, get back in the car, and keep going. Mm-hmm. And then there's places like Yellowstone or Yosemite, which, you know, the granddaddies of the national parks. Where, like when you think of national parks. Yeah. You could be this. there for days and days and days and not get bored, not get tired of it. There's so much to see and do. The problem with those two parks uh, is they're so overcrowded, and it's tough to, to see them. So I like those parks that are beautiful and serene and not as popular as I'm kind of glad like you know those parks are popular because it shows that people are still interested in visiting those those national parks but a good a good example that would be Sequoia Kings Canyon National Mm -hmm. Parks Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. beautiful you know maybe not as beautiful as Yosemite and some people I think it's beautiful because it's got all the giant sequoias yeah and it's got some great canyons, and it's not as popular as Yosemite. So, Lassen also a very beautiful park, uh, not not nearly as popular as other parks in California. Not a lot to do there other than hiking. And you know what? You know, visiting a national park isn't that expensive. You know, you could buy the annual pass for like eighty dollars, and it gets you in to like every national park in the U.S. Right? Yeah, and I don't know why you would not get the annual pass if you're going to visit more than two or three parks. Yeah, because like visiting a national park cost will cost you around twenty dollars, twenty five dollars for the big ones. Some of yeah. them are free. Yeah, and then especially when they do the national parks free day, whatever. But if you think about it, like, you know, let's say you you go to one national park and you're like, you know what, am I am I going to visit another national park ever again? Type thing, you know, or within a year, just buy it. It's eighty dollars, right? Because then you might be driving. And you're like, you know what, let's go to this national park, you know, and you're like. I have the pass, free parking, free entry type thing, you know? Yeah, I think some of the national monuments I shouldn't say free surprised. parking, but I should say free entry. Yeah, some of, some of the national monuments were surprised. Like, we went to, I think it's Cabrillo in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Remember that little tip? Yeah. That was surprisingly good. It had a nice beach and some history. And mm-hmm. Did we get in for free? Yeah, we had the pass. Exactly. Exactly. Now... If we didn't have the pass, like, would we have thought... Wait, did we think about going there because we had the pass? Or did we just go there and then, like, oh, yeah. I think we were just, oh, hey, let's go there. We'll see. See, it's a good thing to have the pass because, like, you never know. I also um, highly recommend the Utah Five. 
What's the Utah Five? That would be Arches, Canyonlands, Bryce, yes, Zion, yes. and um, Capitol Reef. And then in the middle of that is Grand Staircase Escalante. Now, the Utah National Parks are very controversial because uh, some people think that, especially Grand Staircase and some of the newer national monuments in the last couple of years shouldn't be there. Uh, but I'm all for all places that, you know, the public says they want them. They take them to their local congressman. Congressman takes it up and then they get signed into law. And I support that. Yeah, because like, you know, let's say that land wasn't protected. What could happen to it? It gets mm. developed or mined or, you know, and, and could there be a balance between, you know, responsible use of the national park and tourism and preser- preservation? Probably, um, but it's all in who you trust and what are the checks and balances to make sure it's done right. Because mm-hmm. oh, you know, even like Yosemite, you know, maybe the concessionaire that's running the restaurant and the hotel and everything is kind of shady. So you could have just as many problems there as you would having logging or something else in a in a park. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad to hear that as, somebody... As Bill Nye says, it's a complicated issue. <laughs> yeah. But the, in terms of bang for your buck, those five parks in Utah are amazing. They have such a wide variety of, you know, even though, like, Arches is deserty, I still love, you know, the beauty of it. And Canyonlands right next door. Yeah. See, I would, I would want to go back to those, but we went when it was, like, summer. Like, uh, and it was, like, hot and stuff like that. Once again, I don't like the heat. But we lucked out, though, because it was pouring rain in those parks the week before and the week after. Yeah, so those those things would have been flooded. So I think the things that we saw, we probably would not have gotten to see, right? Because, yeah. like, things would be, like, closed and, like, you know, due to flooding. Now, two parks that I want to see that I, I... Or three parks. There's three parks in the national park system I really, really want to see. Um, that is Glacier National Park in Montana. Mm-hmm. Um, Kilauea. In or the Hawaii Volcanoes National Park in Hawaii. Oh, I would love to do that. But that's with like the beaches. flowing lava. Yeah. And then Denali National Park in Alaska. Mm. So I could see the tallest mountain in North, North America. America. Oh, how do I know you're going to see that? Because you know I'm a geography guy. Well, I mean, like, I was thinking it can't be the world, but I'm thinking... No, but in North America. Uh, I'm thinking that's the only so thing... Do you know the tallest mountain in the lower 48? The lower 48? No. I don't. It's in California. What is it? What is it? Come on, five seconds. <laughs> it's, I, I just blanked on the name. Oh my gosh. Well, where is it in California? It's Mount Whitney. Oh, Mount Whitney. That's the highest? Mm-hmm. In the lower 48, which is ironically right next to the lowest point in the lower 48, which is Death Valley. Wow. How tall is Mount Whitney? Um, I would have to look that up on the internet to let you know exactly how Mount tall Whitney, Mount Whitney. That's like like when we were Lone Pine Bishop, yep. right? Like that. Wow. I didn't think that was the tallest mountain in the lower 48. Tallest mountain, so taller than taller all than the, the other mountains in the states? In the lower 48 U.S. In the lower 48. That's right. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. Maybe I did. But I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, because I think it's probably written all over the place over there. You know. But anyways, back to national parks. So I... Oh! oh. <laughs> well, 
to end on that note, visit your national park. Visit a national park. Visit all of them. Just go out, enjoy the nature, enjoy the scenery, enjoy the parks, enjoy this country, enjoy this beautiful land called America. You know, don't just be stuck in your house, on social media, on your computer, on video games. You know, get out. Get out and see America. You know, the back stuff. You know, people, the stuff that people don't think about. Well, the back country? Yeah. yeah. Go to nps.gov because not only is the annual pass a great deal, but also there are parks that are free all the time. And uh, several times during the year, the National Park Service will just say, hey, come to our park for free mm-hmm. on certain days of the year. So look at their latest calendar to see when those free dates are. Yes. And I think I would enjoy camping again for those of you that are listening. I think I'll enjoy capping again. Okay, so thank you for listening. Um, stay tuned for another episode later on um, next week. I don't know what the topic is going to be, but um, yes, I'm going to turn this off because I don't want this to be the end jingle. <laughs> All right. Yes, uh, once again, thank you. I'm your host, Daniel, and then some, uh, so far... The co-host. Oh my gosh, I got a cough. <coughs> Sorry, I got something in my throat. I think that was your. <coughs> you've got your clothes. I have been, I had that throat. like for the past minutes in my throat, and I did not want to like cough on stage or on microphone. We can microphone. always. What? Well, you can always edit it out. Maybe I don't. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. All right. We'll see you next time, folks. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thank you.